Bible Church and Guests, this is Pastor Jay Hines. And Pastor Joe Sorgen. Welcoming you to another episode of the Open Bible Podcast. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. As we're continuing along in our series, Doers of the Word, where we discuss what we have heard the past Sunday in our sermon. Today we are going to be discussing something that came out of the sermon last week from Philippians 3, 12 to 16, with which had the message that no matter how far we've come, we must keep pressing on in the Christian life by being forthright about the present, forgetful about the past, and focused on the future. The application that I gave at the end, uh, a way for all of us as a church to consider stepping forward in our Christian lives is by making the most of our Sundays, making sure that we make uh, first of all, the gathering of the people of God on the Lord's Day for corporate worship, a non-negotiable priority, but also taking advantage of other opportunities we have. Most of us don't work Sunday. Most of us do not have other non-negotiable obligations on Sunday. And so we have time to also take advantage of equip classes and prayer services and other opportunities for fellowship and service and hospitality and smaller group meetings as well. And so that was the encouragement. Let's move forward by making the most of our Sunday. And so Joe and I just want to discuss briefly uh, what, how we've experienced that. First of all, how did we experience that growing up in Christian homes? And then also how we're seeking to make the most of our Sundays now as well. So Joe, why don't you start off? Yeah. So, you know, when I, when I think back to uh, Sundays growing up, especially um, we, we were in a, a unique church because uh, the the local church that my family attended was 45 minutes from us. And it was in a tiny little town that nobody from our church actually lived in. And so it's really unique. So you have people coming from up to an hour away, some people only 15, 20 minutes away to come to this location uh, on one day a week. And what that meant was, you know, not, all, not everyone went to the same schools as far as like the kids and the youth. Uh, not everyone worked in the same town or anything like that. So you're, you're just from all over the place and you come together on this one day. And so uh, I think because of that, it really made Sundays very meaningful. You know, uh, people appreciated actually seeing one another because you didn't see one another at all really during the week or very rarely. And so, um, yeah, I, I suppose what that looked like is you would have uh, Sunday school uh, first thing in the morning and uh, families, I, I think every family in our church essentially uh, came to Sunday school. We had adult classes going, classes for the kids as well. And uh, that was just a normal thing. And it was a really blessed thing, too. You know, I have really great memories of, of spending time in, in Sunday school with people my own age and um, occasionally helping out teaching Sunday school, things like that. Uh, and then after that, of course, and we had our, our service, which is always such a blessing. Um, and, and after the service, it was usually only once a month, but we would have a potluck as well. And uh, I think that that can be a very beneficial thing. But even when we didn't have potlucks, because everyone was so far away, um, you end up staying for a long, long time after the service is finished. And, uh, you know, usually our, our service would start at 11 o'clock more often than not. And I don't know if I can think of very many times we would have left church before 1.30. Hmm. Um, like the, the service would be done by 12.30 most times. And we would for sure stay at church for an hour. Uh, you were starving by the time you got home because you leave at 1.30, get home at 2.15. By the time you eat, it's 2.45. Um, but um, it was just really, I think it was really important. You know, everyone stuck around and stayed and talked. And yeah, as, as a little guy, sometimes it was like, you know, I was hungry. I was like, okay, we finally made our way to the van. And then 
you know, mom or dad gets caught by someone else on the way to the van and you're sitting there waiting and they're talking and I'm laying on the horn, stuff like that. But um, I think it just, it really did show me like the, the value of um, that, that fellowship because that's what it was. And yeah, you know, people were talking about their cows and, and farming and sports and that sort of thing. But there are also just really good, meaningful conversations that happened during that time as well. And uh, I think it was just a, a great example of, of making the most of, of that one day. And this, this didn't happen as often as maybe it, it could have. Um, you know, it's, I don't want to paint the picture that it's like, oh, my family was perfect and how we spent our Sundays. Um, but, you know, we would have people over, things like that on Sundays, lots of times as well. And that, again, that could be a whole, a whole day thing. I'm not saying that it had to be, but it'd be like, you know, they'd come, end up staying for supper and, or very late lunch at 3.15, like I mentioned before, uh, and not leave until dark or something. Uh, again, not saying that that was always good, but, <laughs> but it, it did happen. And it just, I think it, it did really show me uh, the importance of, of spending that day well um, and uh, really having other Christians and fellowship and ultimately uh, Christ at the center of that day. Uh, and yeah, very meaningful. Mm -hmm. I mentioned in the sermon on Sunday that just a generation or two ago, it was assumed that, you know, the most basic non-negotiable part of your Christian discipleship was that you were in church on Sunday, you know, barring being violently sick or being, you know, away uh, more than, half an hour away or, you know, that sort of thing, like actually gone on holidays. And, and that's certainly how it was for me growing up in, I guess, the 80s and 90s still. It was assumed that we are going to be in church every Sunday. We're going to be in Sunday school. Uh, we're going to be in the service. And uh, it's interesting, actually, at least where I grew up at that time, still, I don't remember, I played hockey and baseball. I don't remember ever having games on a Sunday morning. Occasionally, if there was a tournament, there would be a game on Sunday afternoon. But even then, there weren't any games in the morning. And so th that certainly helped. It made it easier. I think maybe just culturally, it was a little bit more of a assumed priority to be in church. But, you know, that's that's how it's been for all of church history. There's been this assumption that, of course, you know, the, the, the most basic thing, the non-negotiable thing in the Christian life is you are in church on Sunday. And sadly, in just a generation or two, that has really stopped being assumed. And, and that's tragic. And I think it's really affected the spiritual maturity and growth of the church in so many ways where other things easily take priority now, whether it's sports or whatever else. And so that's partly behind why I encourage the church towards this. Uh, and, and partly just, again, from my own experience, what a blessing that was growing up. That was that was um, taken for granted. We would we would be in church on Sunday for Sunday school and the service. And then also very it was very common you know i would say maybe once or twice a month we would either show hospitality and have someone from the church over or we would go to someone's house in the afternoon or evening and and it was interesting too and i think back it, it was true hospitality it wasn't just you know our close friends in the church but it was people that we didn't know well you know hospitality is welcoming strangers into your home as if they're family and so not that these were total strangers but people we didn't know well and we would get to know them through hospitality and that was that was crucial also occasionally we would do um our, our sunday school class or, or sunday school kids would i remember go to like seniors homes and do singing there and that sort of thing uh serving so so growing up yeah those were ways that we made sunday a real priority um resting from our regular labor in order to 
worship and serve. And I think that's so important because often when people think about the, the Sabbath principle of rest, that we, we see that actually in scriptures, it's not resting as in doing nothing. It's resting from our ordinary labors and the ordinary obligations of life in order to uh, work in the sense to, uh, in, in worship, right? To give our worship to God and, to, and service to others and fellowship. And it's that pattern that I definitely grew up with and I'm thankful for and uh, trying to do now with my own family as well, which takes me to, yeah, now just maybe we can briefly talk a bit about are there other things that you do that we do that also are making the most of this day? Yeah, uh, obviously you just mentioned hospitality and mm -hmm. uh, that's something that uh, Joel and I uh, are, are trying to, uh, to do more often and just have uh, people from the church uh, in our homes or, or at least, you know, go out for meals with them, that sort of thing. Uh, and just getting to, to know people from our church better and, and fellowshipping in that way. Um, you also mentioned, you know, seniors homes. That's something that I have the privilege of doing mm -hmm. as well as going to, to seniors homes and leading services there, usually once a month, sometimes twice a month. Um, and uh, we also have our young adults Bible studies, which happens on, on Sunday afternoons. And so, uh, it actually so happens my, my Sundays are extremely full. Um, and you know, it just so happens that that's part of what I do for work, part of my job. Um, but, <clears throat> and sometimes it, it does make it difficult then to have as many people over as we would like, just because, uh, stuff becomes so busy, but all of that, that stuff that I'm doing, um, you know, it's, it's a blessing and it's hopefully a blessing the church. And I do want to make the most of that day. And, uh, you know, that's, those are a few things that, that, uh, I do right now to, to fill my Sunday doing hopefully what, what God would have me do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and hospitality has been a huge thing for us. We try every Sunday when we don't have other obligations to have someone in our house. And, and it used to be at one point where we would have people over for lunch, but then we, when we moved here and we realized uh, just with the makeup of our family and after having two services and a lot going on, it just was pretty difficult for us to get home and have lunch ready for Colleen to do that. So what we started doing for hospitality was having people over for dessert. Colleen makes, you know, a ton of pies, apple pies and apple crisps from our apple trees in the in the summer and then freezes them and we have them available. So then, you know, we'd have people over from, you know, 2.30 to, to 4.30 or 5 and, and just for dessert and coffee. And, and that gave us a little bit of a breather, a little bit of a break. Uh, get the, get the the youngest to his nap, that kind of thing, but still have people over. And that's so meaningful. And our kids love that. When we haven't been able to do it for a while, the kids are asking, when are we going to have people over again? And, and often it, there's no kids, it's just adults, but our kids have learned to really enjoy that, sit at the table and enjoy the fellowship and conversation. So yeah, really something that maybe during the week, a lot of us don't have time to do. We have that time on Sundays to show hospitality. Also, uh, as a family, we... We, I mean, we, we try to do family worship every uh, weekday, but on Sundays, we try to do something special. Uh, we do our regular just a prayer and a little bit of time in scripture, but we do on Sundays is we have a hymn sing. So we always sing hymns during our family worship one or two, but on Sunday night, when possible, uh, when it works, we, everyone has a turn picking a favorite hymn out of the hymn book and we just sing hymns and, and our kids really enjoy that at night too. And then another thing we do on Sundays is we, uh, turn off all of our screens and we just don't have any screen time. We put our phones away, uh, you know, just to have, um, so we're not looking at them constantly. We can still be got a hold of, but, but not, um, you know, not just there in front of us all the time. And 
one thing we've done sometimes in the evening after we're kind of we're all kind of wiped we're all kind of tired from the day uh is we've we've watched some short um bi biographical videos and actually on youtube a uh, vision video they have these short little documentaries about different uh christian groups or different missionaries or that kind of thing and, and that's also been a real blessing for us to do and that sparks conversation and we just encourage our kids and we've had times where during covid we really did this we'd, we'd make sure we had an hour every day where we would all sit around and read read good christian books and we have lots of good christian books for our kids to page through and we would read them too and then also in the evenings we try to uh, i read through um some kids versions of pilgrim's progress with the kids and do that kind of thing too but just stuff that you you would love to do during the week you don't have time well if we devote our sundays uh, to these things and to making the most of them, it really is a time to fill up. Like, why wouldn't we, right? And what a great way to start the weekend. And we see in the scriptures, this is what the early church did. Uh, we're not Sabbatarian. We don't believe the old covenant Sabbath uh, law is still in effect. Uh, but we do believe the Sabbath principle still is uh, to have a time of resting from your labor in order to worship and serve. And we see that pattern in the New, the New Testament early church as well, where the Lord's Day now Sunday is a day where they would gather together to worship, the day when the Lord Jesus rose from the dead. Uh, we see in Acts 20, verse 7, on the first day of the week, they gathered together to break bread, and Paul preached uh, to them. We see in 1 Corinthians 16, talking about the, the first day of the week again, where the church was gathering together, and, he, and Paul encouraged them to have uh, take an offering. And then in Revelation 1, too, where John says he was in prayer, even though he was isolated and he couldn't be with his church, he was in prayer on the Lord's day. And so we we want to follow that pattern and make the most of this day. And we just want to encourage you to do that, too. Maybe you want to put into practice a few of the things we talked about, or maybe there's other ways you can do that. But we'd encourage you again to discuss this, to think about it, and to be doers of the word. Not only those who hear the truth, but put it into practice for our good and for the glory of God. So join us next week. We'll be discussing uh, another sermon and trying to apply it to our lives and discuss and hopefully give you guys some ideas on how to do that. But until then, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide with you now and forever. See ya. So long.